You are Locked On Jets, your daily New York Jets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Jets podcast on this Monday, August 23rd, 2021. I'm your host, John B. from gangreennation.com. And today our episode is brought to you by the Locked On NFL Preview. The NFL season is about to begin, and nobody covers it like the Locked On Podcast Network. August 30th through September 8th, Locked On's Ultimate Season Preview is taking you through every team and every division with the help of Odyssey's lineup of NFL experts. Follow the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts to tune in beginning August 30th. If you enjoy this show, subscribe to it where podcasts are found. If you do so, we will deliver new episodes to your device each day as they are posted and leave the show a five-star review. It helps us out quite a bit. Well, on today's show, we have another preseason victory to talk about as the New York Jets defeated the Green Bay Packers 23-14 on Saturday in Lambeau Field. Jets are now 2-0 in preseason, which is a record nobody will remember a couple of weeks from now once the regular season begins. I don't think anybody's going to remember or care about these preseason games. But I think really the big story that came out of it is the quarterback play for the Jets, and it was very good. It was an encouraging performance out of Zach Wilson. Wilson's final stat line on Saturday was 9 for 11, 128 yards, a pair of touchdowns, an excellent average of 11.6 yards per attempt. He looked composed under pressure. He did not freeze in the face of a pass rush. Now, look, it was against Green Bay's backups on defense, but as I said last week with Denzel Mims, if a guy belongs in the NFL, you want him to look like he's going to dominate backups. I don't want to get carried away. One of the things I always like to do is consider how I would react if the opposite thing took place during a game, and that kind of is one of the ways that guides me towards not overreacting. And I'll admit, over the last couple weeks, I've kind of laughed as NFL analysts have gone crazy with the praise of certain rookie quarterbacks. You've seen it, Mac Jones out of New England. You've seen it, Justin Fields with Chicago. Seen it a little bit with Trey Lance in San Francisco. People are going a little bit overboard in the praise of these preseason performances. And look, at the end of the day, this is 11 passes in a preseason game. You know, you cannot walk away from this game and say definitively, okay, the Jets have found their franchise quarterback. This was an encouraging performance, though. You know, you don't want, just as you don't want to take away too much from 11 passes, you also want to acknowledge that this was a step in the right direction for, for Wilson. And again, the thing I go back to, and maybe it's just because of the Sam Darnold experience, when Sam really lost his confidence last year, one of the things you saw constantly, was he was freezing in the face of the pass rush. He was either throwing the ball up for grabs, he was taking sacks he should not have taken, And I guess that maybe that's just like the point of comparison I'm using right now. Maybe that's why it sticks out so greatly. But I mean, there were a couple of really impressive plays where Wilson used his mobility. And that's one of, look, that's one of the reasons the Jets drafted him second overall. At BYU, he showed an ability to extend plays with his legs. He was not phased when there was a pass rush in his face. He was able to extend plays and he was able to throw, you know, accurate passes on the run. And you saw that a couple times 
in Saturday's game. Just, you know, you don't want to, again, you don't want to go too too crazy about this. If Wilson goes out and plays poorly against the Eagles, it sounds like he's going to get some playing time against Philadelphia in the preseason finale. You would not act like Wilson is a bust against, I think a lot of people are going a little bit overboard with the praise of some of these rookie quarterbacks. It happens every single year. I mean, I've heard a lot of rookie quarterbacks through the years who ended up being horrible pros, people making sweeping statements about how great they're going to be based on a handful of preseason snaps. You have to remember, no game planning in preseason in this particular game. Yes, it was against Green Bay's second unit. So in situations like this, I just encourage you to keep it in context. It's not nothing, but it's certainly not anything you can use to make a sweeping statement you know I, I remember going back to last week what i said was when wilson had a decent but not stellar performance it was kind of good because it, it was the only type of performance wilson could have turned in leading the jets to a field goal in two drives where people were not going to overreact one way or another another thing you have to remember in this game a small sample size last year we saw darnold start off plenty of games pretty well and then it always seemed like right around the second quarter quarter there was some killer interception that would just send him into a tailspin for the rest of the game and you know when you when you only play a couple of series every single play you make is magnified because every because after you make a big throw there's not an opportunity to make a bad throw and the the inverse of that is true as well every time you make a bad throw there's not an opportunity to come back and make a big time throw so this is all stuff to keep in mind. But ultimately, look, I'd rather people go crazy because it means Zach Wilson's going playing well. Honestly, I kind of prefer this performance to, to what we saw last week. Uh, not, not, not kind of. I prefer this performance to what we saw last week in spite of the fact people are going to go a little bit overboard praising Wilson, making unrealistic prognostications opposed to last week where I think everybody was pretty measured both ways, and that, that was a good sign. But ultimately... I want Wilson to play well. I think at the end of the day, you'd rather see a performance like this than a than a poor performance, even if it doesn't mean everything. You know, even if it doesn't guarantee anything, even for this week. You know, again, one one bad performance. I'm sure we're going to be hearing plenty about how the Jets made a mistake with taking Wilson second overhaul. Ultimately, though, if you have to choose, is my rookie quarterback playing well in preseason or is he playing poorly? Obviously, you're going to choose playing really well because you want every single sign to look like for it to look like he belongs you want it to seem like he's developing chemistry with his receivers and I think we saw all of that on Saturday a couple touchdown passes to Tyler Croft and ultimately I think you know Wilson's the big takeaway from this game now we're going to talk about some of the other players who had big big games or maybe not so big games ahead here on the Locked On Jets podcast on this Monday recap of the Jets preseason victory over the Green Bay Packers It's that time of year again, and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest. Open now at BetOnline. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. If you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, 
your online sportsbook experts. Locked on Jets podcast on this Monday, breaking down the Jets preseason victory over the Green Bay Packers Saturday in Green Bay. The Jets won the game 23 to 14. Not that anybody really cares that much. Of course, all eyes were on Zach Wilson, but we're going to talk about a couple of the other stars of this game in this segment. And heading into the game, I mentioned on Friday that I was really focused on some of the position battles where things were up for grabs. And there were a couple of players who really, I think, stood out and took a big step toward earning their respective jobs. And one of them is Tyler Croft at the tight end position, who caught both of Zach Wilson's touchdown passes. The first one was exactly the kind of play I'm looking for somebody like Tyler Croft. He's not going to be a dynamic receiver for this offense. There's just no way it's going to happen. He's not that fast. He's not going to make defenses pay repeatedly. What you want, though, is you want a guy who can find a hole in his own because that's what Croft brings to the table. He's a quality blocker. So if he can be a useful pass catcher, if he can be a guy who at least forces the defense to stay honest as a pass catcher, that's what you want. And that's exactly what he did. He found the hole in the zone. And Wilson threw, threw him the ball. Was it a spectacular play by Croft? No, but it was a professional play. And for a guy like Croft, I think the, the expectations are be a professional receiver and be a good blocker. That's what he did. The second one was kind of impressive, and I don't think he's going to be able to replicate that because, again, he's not a very good athlete. I don't know what got into him on that play, but he you know he broke a couple tackles on a run down the sideline. I mean, I, I, I'm not expecting that to happen much. I'm expecting more plays like the first touchdown, not the second one. The second one was more impressive, but I, you know, I don't think you're looking for Tyler Croft to be a dynamic receiver, nor do you need him to be. The Jets have plenty of t- talent at the wide receiver position. I mean, I think on most plays he's in there, he might be the fifth option. He might be the fifth best receiving player on the on the field at that point for the Jets. So really, you just want a guy who can run his routes professionally and then do his job blocking because blocking effectively in this offense is important for the tight end. You know, a big step, I think the expectations are different for Croft than they would be for somebody like Chris Herndon, who has great athleticism, who has, in theory at least, can, and I'm using the phrase in theory at this point because Chris Herndon has done nothing but disappoint me the last couple of years, but Chris Herndon's got a little bit different expectations. Chris Herndon's path to playing time, Chris Herndon's path to a successful season is a little bit different from Tyler Croft. For Croft, you don't need him to be dynamic. I'm not expecting a touchdown a week, but just, you know, like I said, run your route effectively know where you need to be that's what i mean that's what most nfl tight ends do you know at the tight end position in the nfl you have your guys at the very top you have your travis kelsey's you have your you know kittles you have guys who make a big difference but most tight ends in the nfl i mean all they can really do is find find the hole in the zone so croft did that on saturday big step forward i think i think that he uh, he's got he's the guy i've kind of become expecting to take the number one tight end role and i think he made his case on Saturday. Now, another guy who I thought was one of the big winners was Matt Amendola. And we talked last week about Chris Nagar missing a 50-plus yard field goal. And in a vacuum, is missing a 50-plus yard field goal really that big of a deal? Well, no. I mean, those are tough kicks to make. But for an unproven player like Nagar, who's trying to earn the team's trust, it cost him his job it cost him his chance to win the kicking job because he needs to prove himself at a threshold another kicker does not Matt Amendola comes in he's another kicker who doesn't really have much of a track record in this league so it's not just that he needs to show that he's reliable he needs to show he can kick and he went out there on Saturday and he made all three of his field goal attempts including a 54 yarder so 
from long distance, Matt Amendola maybe earned a little bit of trust from the Jets. You know, I think for a guy like Amendola, he kind of has to do something special because of the lack of a track record. So he needs those opportunities. In a way, you know, if you if the Jets had signed a veteran kicker who you knew was going to be pretty reliable, you'd be fine with him making a bunch of 30- and 40-yard kicks. But Amendola has to show you a little bit that he can make kick, kicks under stress. Now, I think all this really does is it gives him another week. It gives, the, it gives him another chance to show what he can do. He goes out and misses some kicks against the Eagles. Jets are probably going to be looking at the waiver wire. The kicker for this team in 2021 may not be on the roster. But if he goes out against the Eagles... You know, maybe hits another 50 yard or has another perfect night. Now you can start talking about him potentially entering week one as the Jets' place kicker, which would be a pretty big surprise. I don't think anybody really expected that, but he's earned the opportunity. He's he's at least earned the opportunity to kick against the Eagles and show what he can do. And you never know in this league. You know, I think there's a perception that kickers are very hard to find, but. Honestly, they come in the strangest places. You know, everybody talks about Jason Myers. People forget Jason Myers was a scrap heap signing in August of 2018. He ended up going to the Pro Bowl for the Jets that season. Or even Nick Folk. Everybody loves Nick Folk. All Jets fans love him. Made a lot of big kicks for the Jets through this through the years. Dallas dumped him prior to the 2010 season. Jets got him. He was at the, he was his value was at the absolute lowest when the Jets got him. So just because a guy is not a heralded kicker. That doesn't necessarily mean there's no chance that he's going to produce for you. So we'll see. I don't want to read too much into it. But to me, those were the two big winners because those were the two positions where there was not an obvious, there's not an obvious starter. And these were two spots where you saw a player go out there and make a big claim to earning the job. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. There are nine delicious Built Bar flavors, including the occasional limited time flavor. So there's something for everybody. And if you haven't tried all the flavors yet, you can get a mixed box where you get two each of the nine flavors. Not only are the Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Order today and get raspberry or mint brownie or whatever you'd like. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Again, it's promo code LOCKED15. It's one word with no space, L-O-C-K-E-D, number one, number five, for 15% off at Built Bar, B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every customer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com This is the Locked On Jets podcast, recapping the Jets' preseason victory over the Green Bay Packers. And even though this is a victory recap show, we're going to end the show today on kind of a negative note in this segment because I'm going to talk about some of the players who did not perform well for the Jets in this game. And there are a couple of different areas where I'd look. And I'd I'd begin with the first team defense, especially the run defense. It just was not good. And it seemed to me like... They lost in the trenches. The defensive line was the biggest culprit. And, you know, it's easy to look at this and say, well, they lost Carl Lawson last week. And 
I can buy that maybe from an emotional standpoint. Maybe some of the guys were still a little upset about losing Lawson. But from a practical standpoint, Lawson was not brought in here to stop the run. He was brought in here to get after the quarterback when he drops back to pass. So you can't really blame it on that. Now, a better excuse might be that neither starting defensive tackle played in this game. Quinnen Williams, of course, is recovering from an injury. Sheldon Rankins suffered one last week in practice. So Jets had neither starting defensive tackle. So really three quarters of their starting defensive line was out in this game. And to some extent, I can be sympathetic to that. But here's the problem. Don't we always talk about how deep this defensive line is? Don't we always talk about how the Jets have lots of guys who can play on this defensive line? So I really can't excuse it because you have Foley Fatukasi in there. You know, you have John Franklin Myers. Franklin Myers is more of a pass rusher, but there are good players. There's still good players on this defensive line. Even Nathan Shepard has his moments. So not a great job by the Jets at all in the run game. It seemed like Green Bay was running at will. Guys were not tackling effectively. And again, I go back, I look at it up front. I think the defensive line just did not bring its A game on Saturday. And I, I did not like the performance of either of the Jets corners on Saturday either. You know, Bryce Hall, I thought had, he, I mean, he made a play or two, but there were a couple of big completions against him, including one that appeared, a touchdown that appeared to be on him. And again, you know, we don't have the all 22 film, so it's possible I'm blaming the wrong guy here. And across from him, Isaiah Dunn, who, you know, you don't expect much from. This is going to be, a, I mean, it's going to be a tough situation at corner for the Jets this year because, you, again, you don't have, not only do you have guys lack, not only do you have every single player lacking an NFL track record, you don't really have great draft pedigrees either. You don't have guys who you picked in the first round who you think could be high-impact players, especially across from Bryce Hall. And I thought Isaiah Dunn had a really rough game. And then, I think, again, you have, and I, I hate to pick on these guys, I think you have to look at backup quarterback. Uh, Mike White and James Morgan just not getting the job done. Now, Morgan only threw three passes, but they were pretty erratic passes. And as far as White goes, I mean, his stat line kind of speaks for itself. White went 7 of 9, but only for 39 yards. You know, it's easy to it's easy to have a high completion percentage in this league. It's actually you'd be surprised how easy it is to have a high completion percentage in this league if you're doing nothing but checking it down. Because defenses will give you that all day. They'll give you you know two three yard passes all day. That's a win for the defense. So if you want to have a really high completion percentage in this league, it's easy. Just don't complete any passes downfield. And again, you know, I talked in the first segment about Zach Wilson not looking phased by the pass rush. Mike White looked phased by the pass rush. He ran a very poor two-minute drill. And as far as Morgan goes, I mean, I've only seen a handful of preseason snaps for him, but I got to say this. If James Morgan's on this roster opening day, I'm pretty convinced it's only because he's Joe Douglas's draft pick and Douglas just doesn't want to admit a mistake. Because I think it more and more, the more I see Morgan, it seems to me like the Jets fell in love with his arm talent and they thought they could teach him. And there's just too, there was just too much to work on for Morgan to be taught. I, I mean, I, I I don't know what the Jets are going to do if Zach Wilson goes down. I know Josh Johnson's still on the roster. And honestly, by default, he might be the best backup. So you know, I hate to end the show on a negative note, but those were my big negatives from the game. Anyway, that's all for our show today. Thank you for listening. This has been the Locked On Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, if you enjoy our show, subscribe to it and leave it a good review. Hope you have a great Monday, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow to talk more Jets.